Welcome back to the history of us. Today, we're going to be doing something a little different. We will be reviewing a book called The Glass Castle. We'll go over my thoughts and opinions on it and some general questions you might ask about it. The current episode is brought to you by Colton and only Colton, no one else. I actually think one of the things I really liked about the book was that it was nonfiction. I thought it like really gave the book a lot more, I'm going to say life. I don't know if that's the correct word, but I, I'm going to use that because I think it's a really good describing word for it. Uh, I really enjoyed the main character, Jeanette Walls, a hustle, the writer of the book. Uh, she really explains stuff really well, which I have no clue how since she, she, she wrote about when she was six up until she got her second into her second marriage. And I don't know how she remembered all that. I'm guessing she wrote just some fake stuff in there, just like, cause I wouldn't remember that, but she was very descriptive about all the towns she's lived in and the houses they lived in. Like she did, she really described every single house they lived in. Uh, I'm pretty sure there was like three or four. Uh, she was really good at that. Uh, as I said before, um, the beginning of the book is when she is about five or six and it, the beginning, like, the the first scene in the book, it, like, really explains the rest of the book really well. Uh, in it, she is, she's cooking hot dogs on her own, and she's, like, five or six. And she ends up burning her arm, like, really, really bad. And she has to go to the hospital. And we learn that her parents aren't the best at being parents. Like, really, really bad at being parents. She, she's in the hospital for a while, and we also learn that her dad does not like hospitals because he ends up taking her out of there without the doctors knowing, and they end up leaving that trailer, like, in the next three days because he has, like, loans and stuff he doesn't want to pay back. Also, something little on that scene that, like, really, like, I got caught on was uh, they had entered her name into a raffle, and she had won a helicopter ride, and... When she asked about when they were going on it, uh, her father or maybe her mother said it, but they said that they had already gone on it. And like, that was like, that was just like really weird to like tell your daughter that and then just go, oh, you're not going on it. It really highlights how selfish her parents are. Uh, I wouldn't say as much her dad is selfish. I just think he's very much mentally ill. And her mom, but her mom is very, very selfish. There are a couple scenes throughout the whole book where she just shows she does not care about other people. Uh, while when they're at like uh, one of their houses, like they don't have any food, like that happens a lot to them. And their mother like hides money from them. She even like she buys chocolate and doesn't tell them so they're all star they're all starving and she's over here eating chocolate 
And something we learned at the end of the book, which is really big, uh, she has a million dollars of land that she just won't sell. And Jeanette doesn't really get mad about that, but that kind of made me angry. She's just like, oh yeah, that's my mother. She would do something like that. And she doesn't, like, they they only bring it up once after that. Like, it should not have, it should have been bigger than it was. There's this one scene, I'm going to call it a scene, I don't know why, but there's this one part in the book where she's in, she's in college at this point, and her professor is going on about, uh, like, homeless people and uh, whose fault it is. And she calls on Jean, and Jean says that it's basically the homeless people's fault because they aren't willing to make sacrifices to be, to get better lives. And it really makes her professor mad. And she goes, what do you know about the hardships of the underclass? And we as the reader know that her life has not been easy, but she's too embarrassed to say anything about like how her life has been up to that point. And she just goes, uh, you have a point. And I feel like the professor like didn't even take her own point. Cause like, we don't know what other people have been through. And at that point, Jeanette did have a point for that because her parents were basically willingly homeless because they didn't want to get a job. Uh, the story, it's told pretty well. Uh, it's it's basically in chrono- chronological order, as it should be, because it is her life and that's the order of it. Uh, I do think it starts to skip around a lot at the end, though. Not like back, like back in time, but uh, like her early years, like you get a lot of information about it. But once she gets to New York, uh, a lot of the stuff is just like glanced over and you don't really get as much as you did in the earlier, earlier parts of the book. Uh, I think one of the strongest scenes in the book is when their father takes their piggy bank full of money that they had been saving for Lori so she could go to New York and escape the life that they're in. Uh, it's It was just like a really sad part in the book because uh, Jean knew like she couldn't do anything about it. And when she had to tell Lori what he had done, she couldn't and Lori knew though like she knew exactly what he had done so she ran to go look and she had waited for three days for her dad to come back because he just didn't come back for three days he didn't he did that a lot and he confronted her or she confronted him and he acted like he did nothing and then gave her like a crumpled one dollar bill Uh, something I wish that Jean would have done or like wrote about more is her sister Maureen. Uh, her sister goes crazy in New York and stabs her mother. And she then gets sent to a psychiatric hospital for a year, I believe. And then once she gets out, like she just, she buys a ticket to California and leaves. 
And that's, that's the end of that. At the end of the book, she, her mother says that she's been talking to her and she said that she was going to come visit sometime, but we never, we never see that in the book. Cause it was at the end. And I just like, I really want to know what happened to her. Like, is she doing okay? <laughs> I think it's really inspiring how she's, she was able to make a life out of what she had gotten it wasn't very much and how she she stayed calm through so much of that like I would not have been able to do that I would have been very very angry and the fact that she wasn't just it, it amazes me because she had to be really strong so in the end, basically the ending is uh, her whole family except for Maureen and her father because her father died. Uh, they all get together for Thanksgiving and she she has her second husband who she's still married to. And they basically, they just, they come back together. That's where she finds out that her mom's been talking to Maureen. Uh... It's kind of a little tense because uh, Brian, her brother, says, you know, if you really tried, it's not that hard to put food on the table for all those years they didn't have food because their parents were bad and didn't feed them. Uh, I really did not expect to go into this book liking it, but... It caught my interest. Like, I really enjoyed it. Uh, something was always happening. Even, like, the little scenes. It was it was really good. And it's really hard to imagine someone living this life. But someone had to. And I'm, I'm glad I read it. I'm glad I picked this book out of the other ones. And I do not regret it. Regret it. Anyways, thank you for listening, and I really hope this came out right because this website's kind of hard to use. Thank you.